Welcome to the How Great Events Happen podcast. I'm Cody. And I'm Brooke, and we're coming to you today from our respective home offices in Portland, Oregon. If you want to put together a virtual event that's immersive, exciting, and unlike anyone else's, check out the Brightcove Virtual Events Experience. With monetization options, in-depth analytics, custom branding, and award-winning support, the Brightcove Virtual Events Experience lets you take your virtual event to the next level. Find out more at brightcove.com. Right. And today we have Tom Romine, CEO of Cultivate. That's right. Cultivate is the leader in virtual gift giving and really helps to simplify the process. So your employees or customers can choose from meaningful curated gifts. Cultivate knows the best way to say thank you. So let's hear what Tom has to say. All right, Tom, thank you so much for joining the podcast. But before we get started, For those of us who are not familiar, can you give us a brief background on Cultivate and also how you became the founder? Great. Well, thanks for having me. I really appreciate being with you. Um, I started the company uh, 10 years ago and uh, saw a need in the meetings industry where customers were um, trying to appreciate their top performers uh, at an incentive trip. So they take their, their top performers to the trip and, and offer a gift. And a lot of times they would just choose one item and put it in the room, uh, like a room drop, and the guests would discover it when they arrive in the room. And uh, what we found is uh, there's a better way to do it, and that is to offer choice for the gift recipients. And over the past decade, we've become the leader in this category of on-site gift experiences where we go out to the trip and uh, with a pop-up boutique experience and offer each of the recipients an opportunity to shop for their favorite item, and then they receive it right there on the spot. So last year, we did uh, 600 programs of this type, uh, serving over 135,000 gift recipients and uh, all over the world. Uh, about a third of which was international, two-thirds domestic, and uh, that's what we do. That's awesome. Well, I love shopping, so you caught my attention there, Tom. Um, That sounds like (laughs) a really fun way to do that. Um, But as you're describing it, I was thinking, you know, this kind of sounds like that sort of in-person, you know, you're coming to the experience. How is this working now that we're in this virtual world? Yeah, um, well, we've learned a lot, but um, thankfully, we've been able to pivot the business and adopt much of our our beliefs in gifting right into an online platform that essentially offers the recipient that same great choice and in fact an even broader selection of choice um, because now we've added dozens of new products and brands to fill out our offering of choice and um, allows them to basically redeem a gift online on our platform select their favorite item, and then we ship it to them. So um, in, in a sense, it's the same, offering choice so that uh, they get to shop for their favorite item. I love that. Yeah, you're getting what you actually want. There's nothing worse than getting like a 10-year gift and it's like a pen that you're never going to use, right? So I love that idea of being able to kind of empower the person to pick out their own gifts. Um, can you give us some examples? Like, what would I find in a store like that? What are the, some of the best gifts that you would recommend giving virtually? Yeah, so, you know, um, like I was saying, it's, it's similar to our on-site gifting is 
we think it all starts with choice. And um, we still see companies across all different types of gifting situations, gift without choice or gift with too much choice. So for example, um, if, you, if you use that first example of doing a room drop gift, we see customers that will send everybody a, a, a Bose Bluetooth speaker, for example. That's a wonderful product if you need one and you don't have one. That's a great gift. But if you've got one, you want a bigger one, a different color, different shape, different size, different brand, then it's, then it's not a great gift. So we think having the right amount of choice when you're doing gifting is the way to go. Um, the other side of that is offering too much choice. So the most common of that is like an Amazon gift card or a Target gift card or even a Best Buy gift card. Um, we think that's better than no choice, but, you know, you give somebody a, a Best Buy gift card, you know, a perfect example is I just had my, my washer broke the other day and we, we put a temporary fix and we're going to kind of see if it works. Well, if I receive a hundred dollar Best Buy gift card, I'm probably going to hold on to that until, you know, until I know if I need a new washer or not. So um, what we see is millions of dollars of unredeemed gift cards every year because people don't go out and, and spend those gifts. They're, they're often overwhelmed by the amount of choice and they just postpone or they spend it on something that is, we call something they need instead of something they want. And for us, we're focused on trying to appreciate and we want to do that by providing a gift that kind of forces the recipient to pick something maybe they wouldn't have gone out and purchased for themselves. So uh, maybe it's a new uh, espresso machine that they haven't added to their home yet or a new set of knives. Um, it, could be a, it could be a Bluetooth speaker. It could be a new pair of sunglasses. Um, so we try to cover all the major categories, electronics, household, all the great things of, that you could add to your home office now that people are working more from home. Um, there's apparel in there. Um, so we're really trying to cover all the categories, but with a more curated selection of items. So if you use a Cultivate Gift Experience virtually, um, you'll end up emailing the recipient. They click on a link and then they'll see 20 to 25 options at that price level that you have selected. So it's a reasonable amount of choice, enough that they can find something great, but not too much to be overwhelmed or that's just going to go into their household purchase. Does that make sense? Oh, it totally makes sense. I was just thinking about how I got an Amazon gift card recently, and you get this feeling of choice paralysis where you get it and there's just so many options that you don't use it right at the time. And what I ended up using it for was stuff around the house, like dishwashing tabs and stuff like that. And it, it, it's great. That's helpful, but it's also not something that it, it changes. It's not really something that's like an appreciation gift at that point. So I totally hear you on that. I think it's a really smart idea to really cultivate the choices and really give people things that they want and things that they deserve, you know, in terms of appreciation. I think about that card that I got though, as an employee, what's a, what's a type of gift that would be appropriate to give out customers for our listeners versus employees? We actually think it's, it's the same. Um, so, um, you know, understanding who those customers are is important first, right? So are they people that just, um, 
uh, you know, went through a home loan process. We have a customer that's doing that right now, a customer of ours, a bank that is um, gifting to those recipients of the new home. So maybe, maybe they'll, you know, they'll kind of, we'll curate a mix of options that are focused more on the home versus a broader selection. Um, and that can be done. So it's, it's really understanding who you're going to gift. And if there is a thematic nature to it or something that you want to bring it in, it's really easy to do to customize, you know, kind of a curated collection of items that's going to be perfect for that audience. Now, let me play the devil's advocate here for a second, because I know a lot of our listeners out there are going to say something like, hey, wouldn't it just be easier for a company to give a, you know, just a gift card or offer branded or logo merchandise instead? What would you say to that? Yeah, you know, uh, and we have a lot of customers that do that. And, um, you know, I think there's a time and place for, for branded or logoed merchandise. You know, it's often called promotional products. Um, but to me, that if you want to show appreciation, it, you need to put the emphasis on who you're gifting to, not yourself. Because um, it's most important that they find something they love and something that they're going to use um, and use frequently because if they do, they'll, they'll remember who they, who gave it to them. But if you give something with a logo on it, it, it ruins the intent just a touch. Um, so we really encourage not putting a logo on it unless it's for a promotional purpose. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, that, that totally makes sense as I'm looking at my dozens of cups with cvent branding on it but you know we love that stuff around here <laughs> um, which actually you know does bring up this topic of gifting employees and you know tom it's crazy times right now i feel like everyone's stressed out because we're trying to do life and work we're working from home i mean there's just so much going on i know i'm preaching the choir here but what would you say to employers who are you know, looking to maybe kind of lift their employees' spirits a little bit and what kind of like factors should they consider when they're thinking about gifting, especially, you know, with the holidays and everything coming up? Yeah, I mean, if ever there was a year um, to appreciate your employees, uh, especially when, you know, a lot of, a lot of these large companies um, have terrific benefits uh, when, company, when people come into the office whether it's a gym or, you know, free lunches or all those kind of uh, extra benefits of coming to an office. Um, now that they're working from home, you know, it's, it's even more important, I think, to recognize and appreciate them. Um, so hopefully, you know, the HR teams out there are really looking to do that. And um, I think gifting is a, a great way to complement, uh, you know, virtual recognition. So, um, <clears throat> Again, it's all about offering a, a wonderful selection of choice so that we can be you can be sure that the recipient is going to find something that they love, something that they redeem right away, and maybe get something that they, they've been wanting. Uh, maybe, you know, we, we certainly are reading a lot about uh, people saving money right now because there's a lot of unknown in the economy and at businesses and so people are, are not splurging as much on themselves, uh, which makes it an even better time to do gifting of this sort when they get to pick something, you know, they've been wanting, it's been on their list, but they're being conservative and they're keeping their dollars in the bank and they're only going to buy stuff they need right now. So, um, but if you're an employer and you give them, you, you call out, you know, their performance, recognize them and appreciate them. Um, wow. That's going to be impactful. And they're going to remember where they got it and when they got it. 
um, gosh, we did it when we launched our virtual gift experience program internally um, to our team. We, we gifted all of our sales people uh, a virtual gift. And it was really funny because, you know, our, one of our sales people, you know, chimed in and said, you know, what's weird is, you know, this, this person has been our top salesperson, makes a really nice living. And he said, you know, my wife and I have been talking about getting a new espresso maker for over a year. Not, not a new one, getting one. They have a coffee machine and such, but um, they both work from home. And so he was saying, man, we should get this. And so when he got that virtual gift experience, that's what he redeemed for. And you know what? He loved it. He'll never forget that he, we got him. It's, it's not a $1,000 item. This is like a $125 item. But he's going to remember where he got it. And that's really cool. You make such a good point, Tom. I mean, everybody's kind of tightening the purse strings right now, right? Really only buying the necessities, but like now more than ever, we need to be kind of treating ourselves, right? So what a cool way to allow for that. Um, I mean, I, I think it's just such a, an interesting company that you've built here. And whenever I find a company like this, I want to just know everything. So tell me, <laughs> let's, let's like dig in. I want to like go in and, and kind of talk about how the company works, especially the sales and the marketing process. Like what does that even look like for a gifting company? Yeah, it's a good question. Yeah, we really have been fortunate in that, you know, we built our business with some terrific partnerships. So while we have I think a, a good website with good content marketing, all the traditional forms of, you know, lead acquisition, et cetera. You know, I think we've built our, our business on partnerships. Um, one, one great example of that is our partnership with Cvent Connect, your annual meeting. And uh, for the past two years, I think this, this would have been our third this year. Um, and we're certainly looking forward to next year, you know, where we try to, connect with our customers in person because we have a pretty unique experience and if we can figure out a way to show a meeting planner in, in this case um, what a what an on-site gift experience is by actually experiencing it um, then man there's no better way for the rubber to meet the road than doing that so um, so we try to align ourselves with hotels and other organizations that are having events with meeting planners, and then we go on site to the event and do gift experiences. So we try to do it at a way where we're not, we're not trying to use that as a profit center. We're trying to help recoup some cost for that by the partnership. And it ends up being a huge win-win because, um, you know, the hotels or in your case, um, you know, that customer who's also our customer or potential customer is going to have a better experience at your event because they've received a gift and they're going to remember where they got it. So if they, if they got a new handbag or a new pair of sunglasses or something like that, you know, they're going to remember who gave it to them, whether it was Seven or Four Seasons or some other hotel partner. Um, that, that's a really cool way for them to really up the ante of their event. So it, it creates that win-win. So we're constantly looking for those kind of win-wins. Um, and as we get into virtual gifting, what we have found is that we have a terrific um, audience of customers, Fortune 1000 companies that have these incentive trips. And we have great relationships, um, years of doing business with them. But we might only be talking with the meeting planner about their event. And now we just need to find out if their company might have other needs for gifting. 
And most of them do because most businesses are doing prospect gifting. They're doing customer gifting. They're doing internal employee appreciation outside of that incentive trip. And uh, we've actually found that in much larger uh, market size for us as well. So um, it's really exciting to, to look at trying to um, find those partnerships, find ways to connect internally at um, a business that we have been, uh, that has been a customer of ours for years. So um, it's really fun. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like whether the budget is big or it's small, you probably have some ideas on what you can do. And you have, I, I mean, I heard that there was a fun story of how you handled a company's just a small budget gifting event that really turned out great. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, so we have done everything from, you know, in our new virtual gifting platform, everything from $50 up to 5000 In fact, we had a customer who canceled an incentive trip and did uh, a program for with, with a budget of $12,000 a person. So we've gone all the way up to that. But on the small side, you know, again, it, you know, I, I hate to keep bringing up choice, but we think it's such an important element, you know, even with a small item, um, you know, if, if you give the option for the guest to pick their gift, they're going to find something they need, something they want. And um, so it, it takes the guesswork out of it. It's, it's, hey, I've got $50, I've got $100 to spend, um, let's maximize it. That doesn't mean let's find the cheapest jacket to give away and then give everybody the same rare jacket. It means let's find that the best way to maximize is to ensure that every guest, every recipient finds a gift that they love. That's the key to maximizing the budget, even when it is a little bit smaller. Great advice. Great advice. Um, and I think this leads us into the one question we ask everyone that comes on the podcast um, might be the toughest question of the day, Tom. So here it is. If you had to leave one takeaway or a piece of advice for our listeners, what would that be? Well, I think about um, this year and <laughs> got to be the craziest year I've lived in my 50. Um, and I would say for a lot of people, it, it has been a really trying time. So if you're a company that wants to build culture and, and, and bring your people up in a year in which, wow, we've, we've really experienced a lot, um, why not do something this holiday season that goes above and beyond? And instead of sending out everybody a $100 Amazon gift card, let's maybe kick it up a notch and do something really amazing for your people that shows that you appreciate them and do something like a cultivate virtual gift experience for, for any dollar amount that gives them a, a chance to pick something they're, they're really going to enjoy and feel appreciated by. I just really hope that Steven is listening because I want a cultivate experience. Right I literally now. just said this <laughs> to myself. It just sounds so cool. I love the idea of going and picking what you want. It's just so much better. You're going to get what you want. It's not going to be just like a water bottle. I have a million of them. I think Brooke said that earlier, but um, I, I just love that, Tom. Is there anything you want to promote or share with our listeners? We'd love to have them just visit our website. We'd love to talk to them or, or, um, engage with them in, in whatever way we can help. Um, our website is cultivatepcg.com. And uh, yeah, 
All right. Sounds good. And for our listeners out there, we'll make sure to put that uh, website on the, the show notes for this podcast. So Tom, it's been so great to have you on here. Thank you so much for joining and telling us a little bit more about what Cultivate does. Um, we really appreciate your time. Thank you so much. So Tom gave us the full experience with Cultivate, and I have to say, I was beyond impressed. Brooke, what did you end up choosing? You know, the choices that I saw totally blew my mind. There was this really nice air fryer, a ton of kitchen gadgets, designer bags, sunglasses, which you know are my favorite. I actually ended up grabbing a brand new espresso machine, Cody. Oh, that's what I picked out too, is the espresso machine. I love that all the choices were great, but... There weren't so many choices that I got, you know, that choice paralysis like we talked about. This was a really great experience that you all need to check out. And if anyone out there would like to be on the show, please reach out to us at podcast at cvent.com. And before you know it, we're going to have another great episode. So we'll talk to you then. Bye. Bye.